0: The blast from our past network.
1: Vengeance shall be yours Vengeance on Queen Gedren Who wanted you for herself Your disgust was clear And so it was That Gedren ordered your family murdered Your body violated by her soldiers in your quest for justice and vengeance, you will need great strength, for your sword arm must have no equal. I give you that strength. talking back
0: hey everybody welcome to talking back this is the podcast where we like to chat about past achievements in movies and comics and video games and more i am your host tim and with me today is co-host dean dean get in here Hey, Tim. What's up?
1: Yo. This is... Um, <laughs> this, is uh, uh, this is another awkward intro. This is another awkward intro. Um, this is one of the first times you get to see my shoulders while we're podcasting. Yes, Dean. Do you want to el- uh, elaborate on that well, for the listeners? I usually see your shoulders, especially in the summer, because it gets really hot in the studio. Uh, I'm never in the studio. I'm in my own studio. But today... Tim, I'm in person. I'm in the studio. You suggested wear a shirt without sleeves and uh, so that's what I'm wearing right now. Yep. I invited you to come to the
0: studio uh, on this very hot day. So we've just started, Dean, just you wait. things will get yeah. things will get wild in here. It's things okay are gonna get right sweaty. now?
1: Yeah It's fine. I, I don't feel too hot but I I, I think it's gonna come. You can feel yeah. it creeping in. It's, it's, creeping. A, it's a bit
0: of a slow burn Yeah, <laughs> because the windows were just all open and now they're closed. Right. And uh, that's to keep the noises out of the world. Mm. And yeah, it's going to start to cook. Yeah. yeah. Your eyes are going to start stinging. Yeah. That's Great. the sweat. Ugh. Yeah. I was already fiddling with the microphone. It was melting on me earlier. Dang I had to it. readjust stuff. But anyways, it's uh, very nice to have you here in Studio Dean. We always prefer to do it this way when possible. Yes. But you uh, live uh, far away, um, farther away than uh, it's worth driving in for
1: every episode. So. Well, and Tim, as I get older, it seems to get further away. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it seems to... like much more of an undertaking the older I get. I no, should just drive faster. Which <laughs> right, do. right, right.
0: Now, fun movie lined up for today. Everybody out there, we're covering Red Sonia. Now, I had never seen this before, but I've recently realized I'm a huge sword and sorcery fan. Yeah. I'm, uh, I don't know, like, what do you call those people? Uh, oh. S- Swardcery heads? Nerds? I don't know. Nerds, just nerds. Yeah, we'll <laughs> go with nerds. nerds? I'm a huge nerd. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so I was like excited to do this. I just want more. I've actually gone out on a like a hunt for other sword and sorcery movies. So I have a list of them that I want to watch and possibly cover. Uh, They're just so much fun. But this movie completely panned by critics. Yeah. And I can see like some of the reasons for that. That's apparent. But overall, I really enjoyed the movie.
1: Uh, Yeah, I think I'm a huge sword and sorcery fan as well. And I didn't think I was. Like I just totally thought that that's not for me. That's one of the genres that's not for me. But like watching a movie like this like Red Sonya, I can be like, yeah, I understand that people don't like it and maybe it's not great quality. I love it. <laughs> I'm having fun, so I think I'm also a huge fan of Sword and Sorcery. There's like things in it that maybe aren't the greatest, but it's just it's so fun. It's so fun to watch this movie.
0: Yeah, I think the only issues I had were with the acting and the dialogue. Yeah. And those are two things I can forgive in a in a movie like this.
1: Yeah. I had my only issues were a bit with Sonya. I didn't think she was the greatest of characters that she could have been, being sort of the title character. I thought there was a little bit of miss there. Maybe that's the acting. Maybe the acting's in there somewhere. Uh, But uh, other than that, I was having a blast.
0: Yeah, it's the acting, because you know what? She's not an actor. (laughs) Right. What do you want out of her? Right, yeah. She was a model. Yeah. This was her first movie ever, Yeah. and she didn't act before that. Yeah. So you throw a random person into a movie? Man, I thought she did a great job for- Like you throw me into this movie, I'm gonna be worse than she was. Yeah. I promise
1: you that. yeah. she's yeah, she's fine. Um, yeah, it's just that something with that character. I guess we'll get into it well, but something, well, something
0: about it. yeah, nah, I mean, she, she acted like poorly, like it yeah. wasn't great. yeah. and the dialogue was really dry. Like, th- yeah, the lines that she was asked to deliver are painful. And it doesn't just go for her. Yeah. but, yeah, I don't know. i'm I'm gonna defend her on this one. Um, she did win the Golden Raspberry that year for worst new star.
1: Fuck the raspberries. I it was them. for
0: that and Rocky Four. Okay, but I get it for Rocky Four. I yeah. think she definitely like I don't know the character they asked her to be in Rocky Four is just a stretch for her and she couldn't do it. Yeah, but I don't know. Uh, I'm okay with her. I, I'm not going to say anything bad about yeah. her. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Um, she carries that character really well for someone who's never acted before. So right. Uh, I thought Arnie gave a pretty uninspired performance. Yeah, uh, I don't know if it's because he wasn't the lead role. Maybe he just kind of like dialed it in. Uh, I don't know. He calls this his worst performance, so at least he realizes it. Right, okay. Yeah, he threatens his children that if they get in trouble, he's going to make them watch Red Sonya, And then he says they haven't really gotten in a lot of trouble, so... Okay. They they
1: don't want to watch it, I guess. I mean, it's it's a pretty fun movie. I I, like it. I would threaten them with Jingle All the Way. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) definitely. Sandal Bergman, who
0: blew me away as Valeria in Conan the Barbarian, is just okay.
1: I was opposite. Ooh, I was hoping for more. I was so in on her. I was so much like, switch these two. Make her as Sonya, and I'm really in on it. Well,
0: same. She turned down the role of Sonya. Okay. (laughs) She didn't want to do that. So, I mean, she would have done a great job as Sonya. But, again, I think it's the dialogue she's forced to deliver. Okay, yeah. It's so, like, goofy. And people don't talk that way. And I think she had trouble like delivering those lines. Yeah. Okay. Like her, her I like her presence. Yeah. I like the way she looks. But I mean, if you have if you dial up a line for someone that is just stupid, it's gonna sound stupid, you know? Yeah.
1: There's a certain type of female character that is evil and very bossy that I am attracted to. And that was this character. <laughs> I can think of I can think of other characters that like Tilda Swinton plays, oh, yeah. where you're just like, you know what? You tell me to do anything, yeah, I'll do it. Right. If you tell me to jump off that cliff, I'll do it for you. Yeah. And that's the way I felt about her in this movie. I was totally in on her. Oh, for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lots of really great elements in this movie that we'll, yeah. we'll we'll touch on as we go through this. But here's the synopsis. In the times of sword and sorcery, Amazonian Red Sonya avenges her sister's death and deposes an evil queen. Mm-hmm. So, well, spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, uh, synopsis, for just it's the movie giving us you know yeah the meat all of it but the meat and potatoes of the entire movie in yeah. one sentence. But that's okay. Um, it says deposes. Do you think that should be disposes or depo- deposes? I think, think maybe correct?
1: it's deposes. Uh, I wouldn't know exactly what it means, but maybe it means <laughs> like maybe it means like disobeying someone who's a queen. I don't know.
0: I don't know either. Let's find out what, what uh, Let's find out what deposes means. I would
1: not depose that queen. That's all I know. I
0: don't feel like we can move on until we understand the synopsis. Um, remove from office suddenly. Oh, and forcefully. <laughs> okay, there yeah, you yeah. go. So there you go.
1: That is She's what happens. She was removed rem- from office. Removing
0: her from the office of the evil clan.
1: Yeah, of being queen of evil. So it turns out they both work deposes
0: yep. and disposes. Yeah. Great. That's what it should have been actually. Just get them both in there.
1: Deposes and disposes.
0: Now released in 1985 with a budget of 18 million, this movie sadly only makes 7 million, and I don't know why.
1: Yeah. The it looks really good. <laughs> it like, looks incredible. It looks incredible. I don't know how you wouldn't like see a trailer for it and want to go see it. You know, like, I don't, I, don't know, know, either. I don't know how it wouldn't make money because it looks great.
0: But I'll tell you what, I saw trailers for this yeah. and didn't want to see it. Okay. And never saw it. <laughs> so
1: there you go. So <laughs> I don't know. You know how someone could see I trailer. blame the trailer maker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because give us that's got to be the problem. Yeah, give us more of the costumes and the locations and the settings and the monsters. Give us more of that because that stuff ruled. It did.
0: Now, directed by Richard Fleischer, he was coming off Conan the Destroyer a year before this. Uh, I thought the directing was fine. I don't really have any complaints. Again, other than just the dialogue, which is really dry, but that's not really a director issue. That's like a script issue. But I guess he could have stood up and said like, hey, this dialogue is shit. We We need a rewrite. This is brutal to work with, but whatever.
1: I think there's some really cool things in this movie, and I would think that's sort of a director's vision, making things written on a page come to life and how they would look on the screen. And I think a lot of the choices were uh, really neat. And so, yeah, I think the directing was good.
0: Yep. Uh, Red Sonny is based on a Robert E. Howard character. And Robert E. Howard, you know, he basically created the sword and sorcery genre by creating Conan the Barbarian back in the 1930s. And he would go on to write 21 stories starring Conan. Right. Now, cinematography. Here we go. This movie was gorgeous. Yeah. Giuseppe Rotuno. We have never talked about this guy. Hasn't done like a whole lot that stuck out for me. He did the uh, the Popeye movie from the 80s. Okay. He did The Adventures of Baron Munchausen, and he did Wolf. But uh, yeah, I'm going to sum up his work on Red Sonja in one word, and that word is incredible.
1: Yeah. Great. Um one of those movies where you're like wow remember they used to just like shoot movies in locations yeah and they used to just like look like so many shots I was just like beautiful yeah like wow that was that looks great so just like walking along the countryside and it's like this looks amazing so yeah wonderful wonderfully shot movie
0: yep music oh my goodness get out of here Ennio Morricone I mean one of the all-time greats one of
1: the best one of the greats
0: the Good, the Bad, the Ugly, Exorcist 2, Days of Heaven, The Thing, The Untouchables, U-Turn, The Hateful Eight, and more than 500 other movies and TV shows.
1: Yeah, just so legend. As soon as
0: the score kicked in, I was like, oh yeah, this is, this yeah. is so classic. It's working. It's so good. Yeah. So the movie starts out with the sound of wind blowing. That's all it took. To get me in. (laughs) You're in. Oddly enough, I don't even know why. Yeah. I was completely hooked. I'm like, wind is blowing. I really like that. Excellent. There's an opening text that reads Her name was Red Sonia. She lived in a savage world in an age of violence. A fierce warrior with flaming red hair. In the Hyborian kingdom, her quest for justice and vengeance became a legend. This is how the legend began. So that's cool.
1: Yeah, um, it uh, it's one of those words at the beginnings that I was fine with, that I was okay with, and it uh, it didn't get too complicated or confusing. Just set me up to present the rest of the movie. I think right after the words end, this movie gets going right away. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's got no no chill at all. It's just right into it, and it gets you. Uh, it's like drags you in right away. Basically, you have no time to like ease into it. It's just like here you go, movie. We're going.
0: Yeah, the text was a nice way just to say like, this is the origin story. Yeah, you like, know, here we you're, go. You're, we're we're okay. not starting halfway through, uh, halfway through the movie. Yeah. Or no, halfway through her story. It'd be weird to start halfway through the movie. It'd be For weird a to start, to start a movie halfway movie through the movie.
1: Halfway into the movie. It'd be weird. I don't know how you'd even That'd do it. That'd be a big miss. <laughs> I don't know either.
0: Now we see Sonia lying on the ground near a burning house. She sees a ghost. The ghost tells her, She'll get revenge on Queen Gedrin for killing her family, but she'll need great strength. The ghost says that she will give her that great strength and proceeds to knight her with power. So pretty dark opening visually. Yeah. And I thought it looked good. Like, not like the tone of the movie, but just it's a dark scene. Yeah. And I liked it. It it helped the ghost pop a lot.
1: Yeah. It's it's trying to make that ghost... You're going to start with a ghost. You're starting the movie with a ghost. You're not telling us about ghosts in the world. You're not building the world at all. And you're just going to open on a ghost is going to come talk to Red Sonia and knight her and then give her power. And you need to kind of make us buy into that right away. And visually, I bought into it right away because it was dark, because the ghost was just kind of shining there you couldn't really tell the ghost figure it was a really cool choice just to like not, good. yeah not really be able to tell the ghost figure just know that it was just sort of floating there so i don't really need to know who it is i don't have to like try to pay attention to who is this ghost will i have to we'll have to know about them later it's just this beaming light that nights her and that's why i'm like just goes off just racing right away i'm not going to tell us about ghosts in this world it's like hey there's ghosts in this world, and this ghost and her. There's no questions. Let's go.
0: Yeah, I had no question at all. Yeah, it's yeah, great. I was like that's fine. Yeah, cool. We see Arnie riding a horse through the vast open land. One of these shots that we're talking about that just looks beautiful. Yep. He plays Lord Calador, and I will refer to him as Arnie. Okay. Because that's what I like to do with his movies.
1: Okay, I thought you were going to refer to him as uh, Conan. Conan, do you mean? Conan
0: the Barbarian. <laughs> <laughs> no. Because if I do that, Dean, I'm going to get his name wrong half the time. True. Yeah. Like I just did. Like you just did. Fuck. So I'm going to go with Arnie. Fuck. Yeah. Cinematography, man. So good. So good. Um, As he's like riding through just this sweeping, like open field with yeah. mountains in the background. The version I watched was super low quality. Hmm. I would really like to see a high quality version of this movie. I yeah. think it would really help it out a
1: lot. I think I was watching a high quality oh, really? of this movie. yeah, It looked really good. It looked beautiful. At this point in the movie, I wasn't even really paying attention. I didn't know that that was even Arnie because I wasn't even looking right. at him. Like I wasn't even paying attention. There was just this person on a horse through the riding through these fields. And I was just like, so so uh, sucked into the visuals of everything else. I wasn't even really looking at the person on the horse. So it took me a couple of the scenes to be like, oh, it's Arnie. He's, He's the one riding here. Then we get an amazingly cool shot with the camera
0: looking down on an order of priestesses in a room. Oh, yeah. They're all standing in a circle and they all have their swords pointing towards a green orb in the middle of the room that they call the talisman. And my goodness, the costume design um, in this movie, but especially with this group of women, looked so good. They're all dressed head to toe in white with gold lacing and other gold objects on the robe and like gold, you know, forming like a triangle for their like what looks to be like a hood or a helmet or something. Mm -hmm. Man, I just took notice right away. It looked so fucking cool. Yeah. Um, these women, they want to destroy the talisman. They say it's too powerful for them. Then we see a group of people dressed in black crash the party. Yeah, uh, they kill the leader of the white women. Then they storm in and they start, you know, attacking and killing the others. And there's too many people dressed in black. They wipe out all the women in white except one, who's able to escape. And uh, this is your classic white you know, good, black, bad. Yeah. And it's just straightforward, you know, it doesn't take you long. As soon as black colored costumes come in and attack the white, you know, it's good and bad. Yeah. You know, when I saw the white, I wasn't sure. But then when when the, you know, people in the black costumes come in, then it's quite obvious what's going on.
1: That's exactly what I was going to say is um, it unfolds like really nicely for you because you've seen Red Sonja, you've seen... Ernie riding on a horse and then you see this other group. I'm not thinking that the next group we see is also gonna be a group of good people. So they're they're in this room, they've got this orb. They're talking about how the orb can create and destroy worlds. And I'm like, okay, these are the these are the bad people. These are these are the the, the gonna be the bad group in the movie. But then they say and it's growing too strong for us. So we need right. to destroy it. And I was like, well, that's very honorable. Yeah. <laughs> okay, maybe they're not bad. And then you catch on to the people in black costumes climbing up, climbing up to the fortress. And you're like, okay, like right away, now I got it. Good in the room to protect the orb. Black coming in to take it. And yeah, it's just, it just sets up this fight. And then the fight's exciting because of it, because you now know the sides. And it, they're, it's very clear who's on what side, white and white and black. It's It's a great start.
0: Yep. Yeah, it always works well just to have, you know, the two colors opposing. Yeah, so good. The group dressed in black are led by Queen Gedrin. Queen Gedrin commands a man to touch the talisman. He does, and immediately he disappears. Cool. In a cool effect, too. Cool, yeah. It wasn't just that, like, he, like, faded away or something like that. It was, like... He disappeared from the bottom up, it looked like, yeah, with a quick line of possible
1: green, yeah,
0: it's like, um, how would you
1: describe that? I don't know, he like he was like glowing green first, and then he just kind of like, um, uh, what do you call it, like swiped away almost like yeah, he right, just, yeah. he
0: swiped he like, he swiped up, yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> he, sw- he swiped up, and his he was body gone. swiped up, it's yeah, like, it's like from a, we didn't
0: get to see all the way down to his feet, but from like his feet. All the way up, like a green line just quick, really quickly made him disappear. Yeah. It cool. was cool. I liked it. Cool. Yeah. I was like, way to go, 85. Great, yeah. Great work. <laughs> Queen Gedrin then commands a woman to touch it. And she does. And she's fine. Cool. Yeah. That was neat. Yeah. I liked it. So the women are able to touch it, but yeah. not the men.
1: Yeah. And if Queen Gedren told me to touch the orb, even after one of those guys touched it, I would still do it. Oh,
0: of course you would. I
1: would still do oh, it. Yeah. Not do whatever yet. she wants Well,
0: obviously dean <laughs> now the single woman is able to escape and
1: the remaining prisoners are thrown into a pit to die like aggressively thrown in the pit like head first and it seems like they fall down a pit you can like hear them screaming it's awesome it was scary they it's also scary, yeah. all
0: get to the bottom and they're terrified down yeah. there there's like Wailing. Yeah. They're just, oh my goodness. And then just they just close like this giant rock on top of them. And that's where they will live until they die. Yeah.
1: There's this, there's this thing that they do in this movie that sometimes they don't do in certain movies, and it gives you hope for those people that would be in that in that pit. (laughs) And that is there's this, there's this like scepter that when it's placed inside of the rock the rock will open up. And when it's out of the rock, the rock will slowly close. And Queen Gedren takes that scepter and throws it in the pit. Right. <laughs> so that will be closed forever. You can't forever. open it now because the scepter isn't there. And that's like just the terror, the doom of just throwing that in. You're like, they're dead. They're stuck there forever now. No one can come and save them.
0: No, it was a hopeless situation. Yeah. I realized as much and that was it. I yeah. was like, in my mind, they were dead. They're gone. And it turned out to be true. Yeah. Now, Arnie sees the men chasing that last woman in white, and he goes to help. She takes an arrow in the back as she's escaping on a zip line, which was neat. Arnie pulls out the arrow and then murders the men pursuing her. He even popped a dude's head off here. He did, yeah. Down with that. Yeah. The woman tells Arnie the talisman must be destroyed, and they need to find her sister. Now, her sister is Sonya, who we then see training with and beating men. The guy training her, the Grand Master is his name. He calls her the best, the master of masters. And he wants to give her a sword worthy of her skill. So he leads her into this room full of swords and says, Choose whichever one you want. And she chooses the big fucker.
1: She chose the right one. (laughs) She
0: chose the biggest one she could find. (laughs) Yeah, she chose the right one. Awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And the Grand Master here has like an amazing wardrobe. He's got, like, amazing hair going on. He's got, like, the Queen Amidala vibes going yeah. on, like, just over the top with his wardrobe. And it's, like, everywhere we go now, we're just seeing really cool costumes and really different from the last ones we just saw. Uh, yeah, so this was, this was really cool.
0: Yeah. Arnie shows up looking for Sonia and tells her that her sister is dying, and he takes Sonia to her sister. The sister explains what happened and says in 13 days the talisman could destroy the world. So Sonya must destroy it by sending it into darkness. Sounds good. Arnie wants to help. He's a helpful guy. He's a friend. He's a friend. Uh, Also, I did like this aspect of the movie is that he's like this lord who's like the chosen one to destroy the talisman. Yeah. And they don't give you much of that other than just something near the beginning where he kind of says that's what he's supposed to do. And then later on in the movie, he also says that's what he was supposed to do. So I liked that it wasn't just him, like, following Sonya around because he wants to sleep with her or anything like that. He's doing this because this is his mission. It's his Um, duty. Actually, the priestesses at the beginning, they make a comment about, like, we're waiting for Lord whoever to come and, you know, destroy this. And he was on his way. That's why he got there at the beginning, was able to help out, because he was on his way there to help them. So he's kind of like their, like not their leader but he's like almost like a figurehead for them. Yeah. So I just thought that was all very interesting that they they barely mention it but it is in the movie.
1: Yeah, when they say it later on in the movie, that's when it clicked for me. Oh, and, same. Yeah. yeah, and I really liked that. I was like, "Oh, yeah, because I remember they the those priestesses were talking about waiting for someone and waiting for the Lord to come to destroy it because like that's his his job." And but they couldn't. They couldn't wait any longer because they're <laughs> obviously they were being attacked. Um so yeah, that was Really neat to put that together because for a bit, you're like, why does Arnie care? Like, why is he even here? He says he's a mercenary. Why does he even care about this so much? So it was very cool to have that sort of revealed later on.
0: Yeah. So he wants to help, but Sonya says she needs no man's help and goes off on her own and bumps into a Prince Tarn, who we recently talked about on TMNT2. Yep. Yep. He was uh, Kino. It's uh, Ernie Reyes Jr. is his name. Uh, that's interesting. Like this guy that I've never thought about since I saw TMNT 2 the first time. Right. Like who knows however many hundreds of years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden in like a, a couple week period, he's in he shows up twice in these movies. It's yeah. like,
1: it's so odd. It was so odd when I saw him right away. I was like, oh, that kid looks like Kino. And I... Uh, I didn't realize this movie was from 85. I thought oh, okay. it was a lot earlier because I thought this would be before Arnie was Terminator. Um, so I thought it was like going to be a lot earlier. And so the math didn't make sense in my head that that could be Kino. But then when I like just looked it up and I was like, oh, it's 1985. Yeah, this is probably Kino. And it was. It's, yeah. It's so funny.
0: Like, he did a really good job. He's uh, good, yeah. I am completely annoyed by him. Yeah. At, at the end of the movie. Right. But, like, as we're going through it, I just, I really, like, I like what he's doing as a child actor. Yeah, yeah, Okay. He's yeah. also,
1: like, a little ninja, too. He, he he's is. He's got, like, <laughs> yeah. He's did some real good moves. He's got the martial arts and moves that Kino has yeah. in <laughs> Secret of the Us. And he's like, he's, like, eight. Eight years old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: well, Sonya continues on after that encounter. And we see that Arnie is following her. Uh, I really like this next location that she goes to. It's like this stone ruins at night. Uh, it's the home of Brightag and his men. <laughs> yeah, and these guys also have incredible costumes. They're my fucking great. My second favorite costumes in the movie. Yeah, it reminded me of the Zora. Yeah, from Zelda. For sure. Like yeah. they had this aquatic vibe to yeah. the armor that they had on. It For was, sure. I, I can't really even explain why, but it just was really, really interesting. Yeah uh brightag he wants sonya to give herself to him in order to pass because that's what all the women do <laughs> apparently she says no thanks he smells bad and she'd rather just kill him <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is a, a pretty quality response yeah he says he's killed 177 men wow and he gets up to fight her he's very brave for killing all those men Now, he must be tough, though, because he knocks her sword out of her hands. Yeah. He's doing a pretty good job in the fight. He's quite strong. Yeah. Uh, But she recovers, then slices his shoulder, kicks him in the balls, and stabs him in the chest. Great. And then Brightag's men start to move in on her, but Arnie shows up and starts killing them, and they're able to escape. Now, just a side note, one of Tag's men was that Sven Ole Thornson guy. Oh. Who's just in all these. He also loves Sword and Sorcery. Yeah. He's in all he's these th- movies. In everyone in the movie. He's often just his face is usually in a mask or something. Yeah. But he's just like, if he hears about a Sword and Sorcery movie, he's like, sign me up. I'll do it for free. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to be a part of it. <laughs> yeah. So he was in. He was That's in this awesome. one. Yeah. So Sonya catches up to some guys who have actually taken Prince Tarn. They've tied him up to like a tree, and they've got a horse connected to him. So it's the classic, like, oh yeah, his legs are connected to a tree, his arms are connected to a horse. Yeah. And they're gonna rip him into five pieces. He's a child. He's a child, and he's like going it looked like they were actually doing it. Yeah. Like his body's like flailing up and down.
1: This was shocking. I was this a bit worried. Me. Yeah, because he's like, when we come upon the scene, he's just like lying on the ground, stretched out. Like they haven't started yet. They yeah. haven't started it. And so you just think, well, at least I just think, that he's just going to be threatened. Right. Like that, that, that's, and then it's going to stop. But then they start pulling, and yeah. he's like dangling in the air. And yeah, it's, they smack this. the horse on the ass, <laughs> and he
0: takes off, and little Tarn's getting torn, torn he's apart here. Torn.
1: This is rough.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, Sonya, she's able to uh, help and free him. And uh, Tarn. He's got his buddy Falcon in the movie. And I like the duo of them. Yeah. I like we've talked about it before in other movies. I like I like the like the big strong guy with the little guy. Yeah. And you put them together and they're like a really good force. Yeah. I'd say like this team overall. So we have Sonya, we've got Arnie, and we've got like um Falcon and Tarn. That's kind of your core unit. Now in the Conan movies, I thought that those those core units were better even yeah. crawl i thought they had a better core core unit so well crawl this, for sure yeah this is a weaker core unit than i've seen yeah. but it was still fun Yeah, I, I liked it i thought i thought they needed just one more personality in there yeah. just to make it a little bit more interesting uh and they didn't have it it just ah, the team just was missing a bit a bit of something for
1: yeah, me yeah i agree with you i was a fan of the team i really liked that Falk... Falcon. falcon is a name. Uh, Falco- falcon or Falcon?
0: Falcon Fal Falcon fal- Falcon 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 Falcon
1: Falcon Falcon. I really liked that Falcon. Let's call him Arnie. <laughs> okay, let's call him Arnie. I really liked that Arnie too. Uh, wasn't dumb. Like I liked that he was just um like he he was just honorable and he just like followed his prince, which right. was happened to be a child, but he just like he that's his duty he like really it was honorable with his duty he wasn't just dumb and that's why he was following a kid so i like that duo a lot i had no problems with them they were really good but i agree they're missing something even like someone who can do magic like you're in a sword and sorcery movie it'd be really cool if they had someone who could do something magical uh that would have been good but yeah i agree it's it falls short to every other team we've had the teams have been so great in all those movies we've covered so it's it's at the bottom
0: Yeah, speaking of magic, this movie has arguably the best sorcerer out of any movie any of the movies I've seen so far. This guy's so fucking weird and awesome. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I can't wait to get to him later. Yeah, he reminds me of a DJ. (laughs) Just behind his little DJ booth, just like doing shit. (laughs) Except he's so awkward. Yeah. He does not have the confidence to be a DJ. (laughs) True, true. But he is one.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So Queen Gedrin takes the talisman into a room of candles. Which looked amazing. How? I don't know. What do I like to do with stuff like this, though, Dean?
1: You did not count the candles. There's like 500
0: in there. <laughs> I, sure, I sure did count them. Wow. Um, now, you're right. There are way too many to count. So I did the thing where I, like, I counted a row. Oh, the multiplication technique. Yeah, I counted yeah. a row, and that row had 20, and there were like five rows. So yeah. I added that up, and then I looked at another shelf and kind of counted the rows. Okay. And then, so this number is not, not going to be exact. But I'm going to say it's within, easily within 100. It's basically exact. Probably within 50. Yeah. It's basically exact. 1,900. What? (laughs) 1,900 candles in this room. Some are lit. Some are not. But what an incredible set. Like, get
1: out of here with this room. It's so cool. It's amazing. I love the choice. It's so great. How do you light all the candles? How do you light I don't know. the 1900th candle without <laughs> the first one being now out? <laughs> like, all the way down. <laughs> yeah, you have 1900 interns. Basically, like, they must have had so many people just rushing to light these candles so that they could all be burning at the same time. It looks fucking great. I, I mean, it. yeah, a
0: number of them are out. So I'm assuming they just got, like, they blew out yeah. with the wind or something or didn't light. And yeah. they, they just, you know, left it as is, but really, really cool.
1: And I love like a character in this movie being like, I don't know, don't you think we have a little too many candles in this room? <laughs> and then Queen Gedrin's like, no, we need more. <laughs> we need all the candles we can get. Throw him in the
0: pit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Gedrin goes to her throne room, which is another incredibly designed set. Her castle in general, it's like oh. it's all made of stone. Yeah. But the walls are red. The yeah. floors are red. The ceilings are red. Yeah. Everything is red. It looks amazing. But there's like ornate metal lining yeah. going up the walls and all sorts of places, especially here in her throne room. Yeah. Looks so cool. She's got a laboratory in her throne room yeah. where her uh, sorcerer resides. Now, this guy, this sorcerer, Yeah, <laughs> th- this was, this was su- such a strange scene. And then when I kind of understood what was going on, I laughed so hard. Because they bring out, like, this diamond-shaped something or other. It's huge. It's, like, larger than a person. And I guess this is, like, his... um, It's his tool where he can, like, see out into the world. Yeah. So he has to... He's, like, he's got this flask or something with a blue liquid in it. And he's holding it. And he's concentrating. And then an image appears on it. And it's of, a, a like, a topless woman dancing. Yeah. And they, I'm like, what is this? What's going on here now? And then they cut back to him and he looks embarrassed. Yeah. And then he tries again and tries harder. And then he focuses on uh, Sonya and the team approaching the castle. So I think that's just that was just what was in his head at that moment yeah. that he projected onto this screen or whatever yeah. this like diamond-shaped thing is. And he got really embarrassed when that's what he was thinking about when he was supposed to be focusing on where is Sonya.
1: Yeah to me i loved it to me i like i had the same like very similar type of reaction i was laughing so hard because to me it was like he turned on the tv and the last channel was just what he was watching he was like oh shit yeah um yeah i didn't change quickly change the channel that's not what i was on that's a great way to put that Yeah. yeah it
0: was so funny so funny and his looks, like the looks that he throws, yeah. he's so awkward. He's just, yeah. like, so embarrassed. And...
1: and everybody in the room was just like, oh, come on. Well, Yeah, Gedron was just <laughs> yeah. like, she was annoyed. It was like, like, oh, <sighs>
0: it, this happened again? Yeah. He's, been, he's the, thinking about the that The naked again? lady yeah. again? Let's go. Yeah. We need to find Sonia. <laughs> yeah, enough's enough already. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> Another great shot here, looking at Sonia and Arnie on horseback. As they've come to the edge of a precipice. And the left side of the screen, where they came from, has sunlight. It's got green grass. It's got nice mountains in the background. And then cut down the middle is a canyon with lava. And then on the right side, there's no life. There's no light. It's just this beautiful contrast of like, you know, changing of land. You know, you've... You're going from the land of safety into the land of, like, darkness and trouble. And it was just a beautiful way to frame this. This is is probably the best fantasy imagery in the movie. Yeah. Just this shot right here. Yeah. Like, this could have been a painting that you would have had as a background on your computer. Yeah. You know, at, at an earlier time in your life. It's just, it's so, so perfect.
1: Yeah. Painting, book cover, like if this was a book cover in the store that I was like looking for a sword and sorcery, I would like pick it up instantly. This is, uh it's very cool because Gedren's been the one that's been sort of attacking outside of her zone into these other places that they've been kind of coming across. And now this is, like you said, this is them going into her territory. Yeah. Now that her going, like them going into her dark uh, castle. So was, yeah, very cool.
0: Yeah, it's really neat. Sonya calls the place they're headed um, the Land of Perpetual Night. Yeah, right. Which is really neat. But this would also explain why Gedrin's crew are dressed in all black. Yeah. Because they'd basically be invisible in their land. Yeah. I like it. There's a bone bridge that they need to cross. (laughs) I forgot about the bone bridge. It's so good. Yes. Great shot of Sonya walking across But the camera's pulled way back. Yeah. So we can see the scale of this creature, which is the size of a dinosaur. Yeah. Except it looks like a horse with a horn on its head.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Really,
0: really the, greatest,
1: the greatest part about the bone bridge to me is it, it seems like this, this creature just died like that. Yeah. It's just like it was crossing and for some reason it, it died. It got it stuck and get died. Out. So now it's a bridge. Now you can walk over this creature's body to get to the other side. Yeah. I thought that was so neat. Instead of just like actually made that way with bones, it right. was just like... This creature just naturally died there, and now we have a way to get across. Yeah, the legs were hanging down into the canyon yeah.
0: and then the tail was on one side and the head was stuck on yeah. the other.
1: I think it yeah, I think it just got stuck because it's its legs were dangling. Yeah, that's right. So I think it just got stuck there.
0: Yeah, really neat. I mean, the thing is massive. Um, they did such a good job of showing Sonya walking across it yeah. because she even goes behind bones. Yeah. It's gotta be a matte painting. I think so, yeah. In some way. Yeah. But yet she's walking and she's appearing like she's disappearing behind right. pieces of bone. So yeah. I really looked at it and I really studied it. And again, I was like, how did they do that? Yeah. Like even now I'm thinking, how do you do that? And then back in 85, like, man, it looked so, so great.
1: Yeah. And they got to have a combination of the painting and then like some props in the front for her to walk behind. Yeah. Whatever it is, it, it, it like seamlessly works too. Like it just like I mean, looks good. She
0: had to be really far away. Yeah. The camera, you know, had had to be at a pretty great distance from her. There had to be something, a painting that shows the bones. There had to be something in front of her. So, yeah, yeah, really elaborate setup for this shot. But it looked so good. So, the character of Tarn, he's like a real hard-ass through the movie. You know, like you mentioned before, he's royalty. He expects people to do whatever he says. Uh, Falcon, he, you know, he... Puts up with him, yeah. Um, is always defending him, but Sonya not so interested in putting up with his shit, right? So she softens him up here by actually helping him learn how to fight better. So she sees him like as everyone else is sleeping, she sees him behind a rock like practicing his skills, yeah. And she liked that, so she helps him out. She kind of like helps him by like, beating him pretty quickly, yeah. Uh, in, in a funny way, but I thought it was a nice moment in the movie for them to kind of bond in that way. I wasn't really expecting that, and I I, I appreciated it.
1: Uh, same. I really appreciate it that it's there because Tarn is—he's just like this spoiled brat kid. So it's hard to like that character um, yeah. totally, you know? Right. So. You get his thing, and so it's like, oh, okay, he's doing a good job of his like spoiled brat thing, but like, do I actually like him? And then you get a moment like this where you can now like him. You can like him for the rest of the movie because he's, they have this moment together, so now they have respect for each other, even though they've kind of been at each other through, this, th- through the whole journey so far. So I really appreciated it.
0: Yeah, Falcon also appreciated it. Yeah. He was like, oh, thank goodness, someone yeah. put this kid in this fucking place. Yeah, um, But yeah, it, it, it was neat. It was good. I also at this point noticed Arnie is just gone. Yeah, there are several scenes yeah.
1: w- with the three, and Arnie's not there. And he's supposed to be there, but he just like wasn't there for shooting or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah they yeah. just
0: they like they probably shot these sequences out of order. Yeah. Um, this was just a couple scenes where they didn't have Arnie. He's but just they not sh- there. Yeah, he's just not there. Yeah, but true. I noticed it. I noticed it's it's only about a ten minute stretch in the movie, but there's probably three different scenes. And he's just not there. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm thinking, where d- they didn't say that he went off anywhere. I
1: don't think so. He's
0: supposed to be there. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he just shows back up again. Yeah. I don't remember him saying, like, I need to go do something or anything. He didn't. He was yeah. He's there with them. He's there with Sonya <laughs> on the horses. Yeah. Then he's not there as they're crossing the bridge. He's <laughs> right. not you, Like, you can see them in the distance. He's not there. Yeah. He's not there with them when they're sleeping and she's helping train the right. kid. He's not there as they go into this cave. Then he just shows up randomly when they get in trouble in the cave. Yeah. He's yeah. just there again. Right. So I, I, I noticed Oh, yeah. It. He just
1: like kind of jumps in and he's just there again. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah.
0: Like he easily could have led with like, I'm back from yeah. hunting rabbits. Uh, what's going on here? Oh, no. But like they could have fixed it with a line or two. Yeah. But they don't. He's, they're just like, I was nobody that. will notice yeah. that Arnie's just not with the group anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, we're following this group. It's pretty obvious when the biggest guy disappears. Yeah.
1: But the the funny thing is though, I like I feel like I didn't notice until he no, came didn't? back. That's like, that's fine. Yeah. Like when he came back, then I was like, where was he? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Why is he just jumping in like he's saving the day? Has he not been with us the whole time? No, I noticed when they're in that cave. Yeah. I was yeah. like,
0: why isn't he walking around? Why isn't he them? here? He's yeah. not here. Yeah.
1: And then I went. Then I
0: I tried to think back. When was the last time I actually <laughs> saw him? <laughs> where? What's going on? Where has he been? Yeah. Where did he go? He totally forgot. I mean, he's allowed, he's a grown man. He's allowed to go off and do stuff if he wants, but. (laughs) Let us know about it. Just tell us, tell us you're going somewhere. Jeez, We don't want to worry about you, Arnie. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, uh, they get into this cave. Um, Another part that I actually really enjoyed. uh, Falcon awakens this water monster. He steals, steals like a jewel out of its mouth and it comes to life, which is a cool idea, but. I thought it looked really good. Like this creature's moving really well in the water. Yeah. I was not thinking this looks fake. This looks like a person wiggling around in a suit.
1: It looked really good.
0: It looked great. It has... sounds like a broken record here. Just talking about how good everything looked in this movie. But, but that's what true. This,
1: that's what this movie is. That's why I can't like, I can't understand like the, the, the negative reaction to this movie like this, like I understand maybe a negative reaction, but like I've just heard that this movie is like utter shit. And just like the worst movie you could ever see. I've heard it so, so low and so bad. Some expectations were so low and like the production value alone is worth it. It's worth it to see this. I thought the same thing about this, this water monster, cool ideas mixed with cool visuals mixed with like maybe ways like they, they kind of worked into the story a way um that the monster looked the way it does yeah and like and that's because it's metal you know it's it, it is made of metal it's not supposed to be an organic monster so what they had to do for the monster to appear they had taken a giant pearl out of uh a monster's face in the uh in the wall they took a giant pearl out of its mouth so then the monster appeared and to defeat it they had to take its eyes out which were again pearls in its eyes so they couldn't penetrate its its skin because it's made of metal and they had to pop off the eyes just like they took out the pearl out of the mouth thought that was all really worked was really cool and sort of eliminates any factor that if it did look bad or it doesn't but like if it did look inorganic now that doesn't matter anymore because it's a metal monster. So yeah. it just totally was awesome. It was just like this whole scene was awesome.
0: Yeah, well, well Arnie's riding it, and he's yeah. trying to stab it. And you can hear, like, the clink, clink, clink. Yeah. And then he even says, he says, this is a machine. He says, we can't kill it. It's a yeah. machine. It's a so machine, yeah. Then they decide to pop the eyes out, um, which I guess sort of makes sense, but also not.
1: Well, I just like yeah. that it makes sense with taking the pearl out of the mouth. Yeah. And how that, like ignited the machine to start going they should have put the pearl back in the mouth that should have been that that could have worked yeah but i like that the eyes were kind of pearls as well so popping those out like whether it was that the thing couldn't see anymore or what it was maybe it was just like because you also popped off the pearls that were on it that kind of makes sense but yeah
0: yeah totally worked yeah it Um, worked everything's been paced really good yeah so far like there's no there there isn't i don't think there's a scene where i was like drifting off or like falling out of touch with the movie everything just moved so fast even this scene when i watched it the second time um i did notice i was like oh wow i didn't realize this scene is as long as it was right i took notice the second time but the first time it felt so good like even that that scene itself was paced well yeah. with p- different people trying to attack the monster yeah. them trying different things yeah it it just all really worked for me so yeah. you know i, I the runtime and i think it's a little bit just just under 130 or something just like under that. 130 it's, yeah it's 128 or something really like really like tight you know yeah, hour I, and a
1: half the um i i liked it both times the first watch and the second watch uh, i would say the second watch works better pacing wise for me because i know where we're going so like the first watch the only thing where i started to question is kind of at the beginning when Sonia's just going from like little thing to little thing like it's like a bunch of episodes of tv smashed together it felt yeah. like just at the beginning you know but then once i know that it's okay we're going so it's like a journey to get somewhere and we're going to be there at the end that's why the second watch worked for me because i didn't really care that we were doing that because those are like the dominoes set up that we need to get to the end yeah
0: so arnie lets sonya know here that he's the high lord and it's his job to see the talisman destroyed sonya thought he was only following because he was into her. Arnie says, well, yes, that too. And he tries to kiss her. And she says, she'll only get it on with a man who can defeat her. And Arnie is up for that challenge. So they start fighting. And this was a nice touch as they're fighting. Tarn looks over and he thinks Sonia's in trouble. So he attacks Arnie. Yeah, good. (laughs) Uh, That was good. But yeah, Sonia and Arnie, they have a nice sword fight in the middle of the forest. Looks great. Um they fight for a really long time until they're both exhausted and Arnie gives up. Now, after seeing this fight in the forest, uh, the movie gets a 10 out of 10 for settings and locations. Oh, like yeah. Just the places that this movie takes you Easily. is unbelievable yep. and just utterly beautiful. Yeah.
1: And using using the different locations, not just being there, but having actual meaningful scenes happen in those locations so you remember them. Yeah. Um, This is one of the moments where... The movie loses me for a second and then gets me back. And that is her basically Sonya saying like she'll only have sex with a man who can beat her (laughs) in a battle. And I was like, I don't know about this. This is rough. She has a backstory of being raped. So it's like, I don't know about this. But then them fighting and getting so exhausted that they just like basically both fall over next to a tree. I like it again. I'm like, I'm back on board. I'm like, yeah, this is kind of funny that you would be like, do this battle. And then you'd be so exhausted and be like, okay, time for sex now. Like, I just like that. They couldn't even go on anymore. They're like, ah, forget it. We're tired. Well, he, he couldn't beat her.
0: He, that's well, yeah, great. He that's definitely a, couldn't beat her. Yeah. That's what's great about her line is it's because no man can beat her. Yeah. So it's like her. Well, okay, I will. Like, but you have to beat me first. Yeah. Well, it's, it's the easiest excuse for her to have.
1: Yeah. So I, and I do like Arnie his line after she says that because he's like so you'll only have sex with someone who wanted to kill you first right (laughs) she's like them's the rules (laughs) yeah yeah so sonya arnie
0: tarn and falcon uh, they get to queen gedren's castle and the talisman is starting to destroy the world via a giant earthquake yeah Gedren loves it, though. She's so she's, into it. Yeah, she, she loves it. She loves it, and I love her.
1: Yeah, and you know what? We haven't talked about her mask. Let's talk is, about
0: Gedren for a little bit. Yeah. Yes, her she's mask awesome.
1: is so awesome. Like, she has... She also, sort of in the quick backstory that we got right at the beginning of the movie, she got struck by Sonya on the side of her face, and it was, like, a really gashing blow, so she's got yeah. a really big scar on the side of her face. So she has this, like, mask that covers half of her face, but then the other half... Is still like she's still got the mask on the other half, but it's open on the other side, and it just looks really, really cool every time she's on screen. Maybe that's why I just like every time she's on screen. I think she looks awesome. She does, yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. So she's uh, that that costume design of her just like also really is really great.
0: Yeah, her team kind of sucks. She's
1: often showing annoyance. And disgust <laughs> yeah, at her, her, her guys. Like, incompetent. Well, they're always like, uh, we can't just, we're going to destroy the world. Like, yeah. we can't do this. We've got to take control of this. And she's like, fuck off. Like, yeah, they're <laughs> it's like, it's
0: fine. They're no men. Yeah. <laughs> and she's a yes woman.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> so our crew makes their way into her castle. Gedrin gets her hands on Tarn. And Sonya shows up, and it's time for revenge as the castle is being ripped apart by the talisman. We get a good fight with Gedrin and Sonya. Yeah. This is a lot of fun. Yeah. Because Gedrin's sorcerer is involved as well. Yeah. He's transporting Gedrin from place to place. In the throne room, so uh, Sonya can't get to her. Yeah. Another effect that looked really good. She just disappears and reappears somewhere else, but you can tell the camera hasn't moved or anything like that.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. It looks good, and when she reappears, she's just in, like, a cash pose. A different pose, yeah. She's just so casual, and it's, like, it's really funny. It really works that she's not just, like, ready to fight somewhere else. She's just, like, chilling somewhere else when she reappears. Oh, she's
0: very confident. Yeah. uh, With her sorcerer's powers, because he's also, like, cutting his knife across his table. Yeah. And when he does, it cuts Sonya. Yeah. So she gets like a few cuts on her before she realizes that it's the sorcerer doing it. Yeah. And then she goes after him and uh, pops his head off. Cuts his head off. Heck yeah. Hell yeah. A good pop. I'm going to miss him.
1: Yeah. I'm going to miss I him too. I really like him. <laughs> yeah.
0: I really think he needed, he needed to be with the group of four. Yeah. He would have been a nice fit there. He would have. Yeah, that, would, think have, that Ge- would have really worked. Gedrin doesn't need him. No. <laughs> Put him with the group of four. <laughs> so Sonya and Gedrin, they fight their way to the room of candles uh, with the talisman. And I mean, it's not really a great fight. Like Sonya's way more powerful than Gedrin. Yeah. So, you know, Sonya able to best Gedrin and stabs her in the chest. Gedrin falls through the open floor into the lava below. And Sonia tosses the talisman into the lava as well. The castle starts blowing up from the earthquakes. Our friends are able to escape, and they ride away from the castle. And Arnie says he'll never take a woman who can't beat him in a fight. Right. He's like, I got a new rule now, <laughs> yeah, too. I got a rule, too. I like that rule. Yeah. So Sonia says that's a challenge she might take one day. Ooh, Ooh. he's cracking. He's cracking her. And uh, Arnie says, what about right now? Sonia says, why not? They start fighting, and then they stop in the middle to kiss, and the end.
1: Well, because here's the thing, Tim. According to both their rules, it doesn't matter who wins. They're having sex when it's over. Right, right. <laughs> so they're just... I think they started fighting, and they're like, they wait realized, a second. Yeah, wait a second. Let's just get straight to it. <laughs> yeah, That that's a double negative. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no matter
0: who wins this fight, we're having sex. <laughs> Let's just do that. Let's just get to it. Yeah, so that's your movie. Uh, I am so ready... For a sequel that follows their offspring. Right, yeah. Just give it to us already. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, though. A new Red Sonja is in production. Oh, okay. And take that with a grain of salt, because yeah. um, a Red Sonja movie has been in production on and off since 2009. Okay. There have probably been seven different leading women attached. So okay. it's always like, for a couple of years, there's a new director, a new right. New star, and then that gets canceled, and then it happens again, and then that get, gets canceled. So where we're at, though, is that there's a new one in production, so right. we'll see.
1: because that was probably around the time that new Conan movie came out, right? It was probably yeah, around that then. time, so yeah. that's probably what got them thinking about it. Um, I would, yeah, I'm, I'm down. I'm down for one, but... Uh, I don't know about these remakes, though. Like, I haven't I need, seen the yeah. new Conan. I heard it was not very
0: good, but I, I don't know. I'll, I'll probably want to check it out now that i'm a nerd with i the need sword and sorcery. exactly
1: i need the i need the costumes i need the locations yeah I need, that's what i love out of sword and sorcery i don't want cgi locations i right, don't want right. cgi creatures i need those you know practical effects and i need those cool looking castles and those cool looking throne rooms uh that's what i would want out of it and then i think i'd Same. be fine with it but uh yeah if it's just the cgi fest uh no thanks no i don't want
0: that either Nobody wants a CGI fest for sword and sorcery. No. Yeah. Well, that was that. I had a ton of fun with that. Good movie.
1: I was so pleasantly surprised because oh, of the things I heard going in, thought it was going to be just a good pile of garbage sucked in right away. Never really lost me. I was all on board Every time, like, a new location popped up, a new scene popped up, new costumes popped up, I was, like, right into it. It just kept going and going. Like, there really was... Obviously, it's not, like, the best movie, but, like, so much fun. Yeah. That's that's it. It's just so much fun to watch. And I would watch it again.
0: Yeah. Yeah, same here. Yeah, I would. Uh, I kind of felt the same way with um, The Destroyer, though. Like, I wasn't really familiar with The Destroyer. Yeah. Uh, I I knew The Barbarian, and I was down with that one, but The Destroyer, I just always thought and... Had heard that it wasn't that good. Man, I love that movie. Yep. So great. Exactly. All of these. All yeah. of these
1: that we've covered. Uh, all the sword and sorceries. I think maybe four now. Yeah, we've done four if you now. Say, if you include Crawl. Yeah. Um, all been great. I've been surprised by all of them. Love that vibe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm totally down with that vibe. Absolutely love it. Yeah.
0: Cool. Right on. Well, everybody listening, if you'd like to help support Talking Back, we would very much appreciate that. We would just ask that you tell a friend about us. That's, you know, the easiest way, share an episode, just uh, shoot them one on your phone right now, see what they think. And uh, you can also, as always, check us out on Patreon, where you can sign up to be a patron for, you know, as little as a couple bucks a month, and you'll get an extra episode. And uh, you throw in a few more bucks, and you'll get uh, at least two episodes every month. And sometimes we do three, so... Check that out. Uh, Patreon, we're having a lot of fun over there. We do uh, lots of uh, fun, fun stuff. So uh, please consider supporting us that way. And now that this episode is over, don't worry. Head on over to BFOPnetwork.com and check out one of the other amazing nostalgia-based podcasts in our network. We promise you'll find something that you love or Dean will show us what's behind his magical sorcery mirror when it's on the wrong channel.
1: <laughs> the last channel I left it on. <laughs> it's going to be similar. It's going to be similar Tim, to yeah, what we saw. Yeah, me too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> me too, Dean. <laughs> uh, all right. Thanks for joining, Dean. Yeah, thanks, Tim. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll catch you next time.